0: The other thing that streaming has been able to do in the in the absence of the movie theater experience is that it has allowed it has allowed stories to feel a lot more theatrical and it's allowed these streaming mm-hmm. services to kind of develop IPs for the future like Robert talked about uh, yes. the old guard and um, extraction, you know, extraction yeah. and You know, Antonio and I have talked about HBO Max. I still have some slight issues with how they do their content curation, but there is a particular show on there that has not been named as part of the alien universe, but could easily be an alien sort of offshoot, and that's Raised by Wolves. Yes.
1: I was wondering wondering about that. That show is beautiful. Yes. Like, it's, it's, um, we had somebody actually
2: finished it yet yeah we had somebody
1: write a piece on it for um black sci-fi blacksci-fi.com mm-hmm. um which is a very interesting look into it but if you are a fan uh, first of all if you love science fiction that makes you think it's something mm-hmm. to watch but it focuses a lot like on like in deep space nine
3: mm-hmm. on
1: topics of uh religion mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and faith okay. And okay. Technology yeah. and the and the melding of those two worlds, mm-hmm. but in this case, because we're living in the environment that we're living in, where fundamentalists, you know, Christianity is a huge thing in this country, it hits hard, um, harder than I thought Ridley Scott was going to go in. Like I was, I'm critical of him, but I also. Mm-hmm. Love his stuff when it's done pretty well, mm-hmm. done really well. But yeah, it was, um, and fa- the guy that plays Father in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Really, really good. So that's what I want these streaming services to do make content that we cannot find on network TV. Yeah.
3: Like, mm-hmm. because
1: exactly. Of- yeah. Exactly. That'll make me, this will make me give up cable. And I think we're getting closer to that.
3: Yeah. I, think I, mean, it's
2: it's awesome. I mean, look at what happened with, with Star Trek Disco- um, Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. I mean, for those who who you know was following it, they're in season three right now. Mm-hmm. But oh. on TV is season one, and it's because of the fact that like CBS when the they came out with it, they was like, Okay, we don't know how this is gonna be, so we're just gonna put it on our streaming service. Because mm-hmm. that's what Star Trek Discovery started. It started years what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? Where yeah, it was it was CBS all access and I had mm-hmm. like a pass for that. So I had started it back then. Mm-hmm. So Everybody's you know going crazy over it now because CBS was like yo, we're in season three We got a following let <laughs> me just mm-hmm. broadcast this now and everybody's mm-hmm. eating it up and there CBS is like Yeah, we already know you're gonna eat it up because we're on season three you you're just getting season one right now
4: right. Mm-hmm. No, it's wow. funny that you say that because I know Disney after the pandemic started Disney started picking up a lot of musicals and mm-hmm. i did watch hamilton for the first time i know that yeah.
1: it's
4: a very good at least the original cast of it is mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. oh, um i only <laughs> i've been here mm-hmm. You know, I've been in New York all my life, and I don't remember ever going to a Broadway play besides Aladdin. Aladdin was really more recent for me,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and I'm like, I'm I'm in my early 30s, so it's like I this is like my first Broadway play of mm-hmm. going to, and that was Aladdin, because you know it's I feel like it's mainly meant for tourists because these tickets mm-hmm. are expensive,
3: mm-hmm. so. Yeah.
4: And Hamilton, I wasn't thinking about watching Hamilton back then because again, me as a New Yorker, I'm like, eh, this it's for the tourists. Like I <laughs> and Joe no Hamilton like, tickets had guy, guy high.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. yeah. Like I'll go see it eventually. But when I'm watching it, I'm like, huh, this is making me and I'm I'm already into history as it is, right. but um is making me Dive more into who this person was and what he did for our treasury and all these other things, like that I already don't know about. And it was a lot that I didn't know about because they only like textbooks only teach you but so much. So mm-hmm. um, in school, so when I watched it, I'm like, yo, this this is hot because it's mixing a lot of hip hop with mm-hmm. classic musical, and then you have so many um, comedic moments. So many moments where you might tear up. because But then if you know history, you know these things happen. But it's just mm-hmm. the way that they kind of acted it out makes you like feel real sorry for these characters. And then after it the play, them. you wonder what happened to these characters. Because they only tell you what they did. But yeah. they don't tell you the aftermath of what else they did that wasn't so big like that.
3: With, uh,
4: her. Like, what did he do after he shot Hamilton? What did he do after that? Did he go straight to jail? Did he do all these other things? Was he barred from his position? Like he, want to know what these things happen. Like um, uh, Hamilton's wife, what did she do? Like they only touched took, on took that towards the end. But mm-hmm. then you find out later on if you do your research, you know she did the orphanage. She was a part of yeah. the Washington Monument. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of things in his mm-hmm. name. So, you know, again, these are things that schools don't really teach, so it's like, even though <laughs> everything happens in Jersey, apparently like, I like plays like that because not only I, I'm into history. So I like, I don't, I like plays like that where it makes my mind open up and see like, okay, what did happen after all of the main stuff happen? What did these people go through? What did these people do? And um it just, it's just really interesting how they made it into a Broadway play. Like, yeah, some things may not have been super accurate, but come on, it's a two hour play. You're not going to get all of that information
3: mm-hmm.
4: in a two hour play. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you as the viewer to really look at history. Like if you're interested enough to really read about these people, then go ahead and do it. It's, it's opening that door. For right. for kids that are in school now, right. they can like learn about this person, learn about the people that he fought with, and and all that. And I didn't know about the people that he fought with, and one of them yeah. was for ending slavery before he yeah. tragically died. So it's like you know, it's like you know, you're just learning all of these things, and it's opening that door for other people to learn more about these these uh, figures, these actual people and yeah. i just want to bring that in there <laughs> well,
1: I mean, that, for me there's been a lot of criticism against um streaming services like you know it's getting to be too much it's there are too many this and mm-hmm. that and this and that my thing is as long as i as long as i feel that i'm getting what i'm paying for then i'm good with that yeah. um yeah. and so when hamilton popped up like down here in georgia i know that 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 tour probably came down here to a theater we have called the Fox Theater. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not into theater like that. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. And then also, I don't have the money. So right. when right. I heard that Hamilton was coming to a place that I could just easily go and just get a train, mm-hmm. eat my dinner, mm-hmm. and watch and enjoy, mm-hmm. called my house. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's-, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Right like people are like, what are you doing on Friday? I go to a club. It's exclusive. You need a key to get in. It's called my house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to pay for Disney. In addition to being able to go watch Star Wars, you know, mm-hmm. Marvel. Oh, don't all get of started the with Mando. Um, it's that's
4: basically a whole movie theater in your yeah. house, in your bedroom yeah. or your living room, it's right because,
1: the entertainment service, and there's such a variety of stuff that you have. So, yeah, Hamilton. Once I watched my wife and I finished that, I bought the soundtrack. Disney, and yes. oh, wow. not even Disney, you got me, Lynn Manuel. Um, yes. That's one of those things. And even as a history major, half of those guys up there were problematic as F. I mean, it just is yes. what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, presentation, the presentation of that story through the the viewpoint of of, of Lin Manuel mm-hmm. was huge. There's R and B. There's it's so much soul in that music mm-hmm, and the storytelling yeah. um, that some of the it was just beautiful. I mean, like I one of the songs that kind of speaks to me is Theodora, and then yeah. there's the other uh. where it says that you you. Write like you're running out of time. Yeah, like that's what oh I'm like. When it comes to me and my writing, like, people ask me, like, Why do you keep doing so much stuff? It's just like, first of all, I've, I've never had this opportunity before. And second, um, there's a sense of, and this is getting a little darker, but mm-hmm. for me, there's a sense of fatality behind, yeah. you know, among like we're just kind of existing in this world. And if mm-hmm. I don't get my stuff out, nobody will know, you know. Yes. So that's so what we're not going yeah. to I was like, damn. Considering
4: back in those times, a lot of people died even before they hit thirty. So I was like,
1: it, you Man, gotta hit that number early. Yeah. You gotta you make it, your mark. Got super, like, you gotta a mark. Super gotta shoot your shot, right? Isn't that what they say yeah. it was? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hamilton was a pleasant surprise. I and I could and I'm I know people saw it before and they were like, oh, I saw it before. I'm like, well, okay. Not me. I'm good. Yeah.
4: I think I, I, always, I was working uh, uh-huh. on an art challenge for um, a college group that I'm in that I just got recently added in the, the, this chat where all the artists from this gaming group I used to be in back in college, um, we were doing a challenge of a 90s uh, kids show. Like You choose the one that the person that gave the challenge, you choose from the shows okay. that they give you. Mm-hmm. And I can't I can't say because one of them is watching, so I want to surprise them when mm-hmm. I add it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but i was working on that and mm. i was listening to the whole hamilton playlist yeah. the whole yep. thing and i'm in it yeah. and rapping it and all of that it's yeah. like it, it's it's one of those albums that you keep listening to and it's yep. a musical that's the funny yeah. part usually exactly. to other things but like jazz and all of that mm-hmm. but the musicals like that doesn't happen very often. I think the closest oh, thing that'll happen to me listening to something with that regard is Disney. Like the Disney oh, yeah. movies, uh, movies like Little Mermaid, yeah. Aladdin, uh, Princess yeah. and Frog, and like I'll listen to those songs because that's yeah. something that I grew up with. That's something that, you know, is so ingrained in my brain. So um that's one of the things I will listen to. So when I'm listening to a musical like Hamilton, I'm like, I feel it. I feel it. Hey, yeah. it's it. hardcore, man.
1: <laughs> it is, they're they're good songs. I mean, they're they're good yeah. songs. I think the closest musical wise that I've come to that has been West Side Story. Like oh. West Side Story, West Side yeah. Story. Um, and I'm looking forward to that coming. I think that's next year. Um, there's there's ice. another. Yeah. The, well, the heights, but they also did a remake of West Side Story with Steven Spielberg directing. So okay, I've, been, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for that for a minute. But that's the only other musical that hits as hard for me as Hamilton does. Yeah. And, and that's some, like lofty goals, you know, loft. That's a level that um, I don't think many musicals have been able to reach for me. So yeah.
5: I, I will throw in the musical Aida because mm. I, I saw that yeah. when I was young. I was just yeah. screaming Aida. <laughs> yesterday <laughs> when i was like sitting here and, and doing the instagram stuff i was just singing like um oh it's the um oh my god it's the song and i wanted to do a, a TikTok tick about it but clearly i'm i'm old but it was uh, <laughs> the song where she's like you know nothing about me and care even less heather headley how could you yeah. understand really our emptiness was talking about her being taken from nubia to go to uh egypt and then she falls in love with a white dude and he's a radame's prince radame and all that other foolishness but that mm-hmm. type of thing like that was written by elton john and what tim rice yeah, yeah. two white dudes writing on the on the on the um point of view of a black princess uh, african mm-hmm. princess stolen Beautiful. from her land to be a slave and then they fall in love and they do the thing and then
3: the white girl the white girl's
4: like what? <laughs> I think that's the thing though. It's like for me, it's like I always like musicals. It's just I never had the money to go to them because mm-hmm. it's expensive. like um yep. I think I know Dreamgirls came out way before I was born. Mm-hmm. I know Dream, like in the late seventies, early eighties. I was born mm-hmm. in the late eighties, so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I never got a chance to see it in production. But I know the movie came out, and the movie made me want to look back into it to see if there's any, like, recordings of the cast doing the play. You, you only find, like, little snippets here and there. But it's just amazing how um, you see the movie, you get interested in watching the original stuff. Mm. So, and that's what got me really into musicals is just, again... I don't have the money to really go and see them cause they're so expensive or you find ways to watch. I have a friend that's into musicals and she finds ways to watch it. Like she is good. like She finds ways to get her ticket, how to, mm-hmm. like, where to get it, how to, not where mm-hmm. to get it, you get it from the, the place that you get it from <laughs> on Broadway, but it's more like her getting it at an affordable price and stuff yeah. like that. But, and yeah. she loves musicals. So me and her talk about it most of the time, but um, it's just, amazing that a lot of content is coming out now and is making you really interested in really diving deeper into the production or the story that it's telling because it's like you have Aida then you have the Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, Cats. Oh my god. Um, yes.
1: Beyonce
4: um, had her wrong. Anastasia is one that I want to see because I, oh I love the um, I love yeah. the movie but I also know the history. And they actually have a whole yeah, documentary man. of the actual Anastasia and her family on YouTube. It's like a two-hour-long documentary,
1: and it's very, very dark. dark.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very tragic um, story. Yeah. I mean, you know, Fox, you know, kind of you was, know, a musical thing to it. Like they sent, they gave it a happy ever after in the Fox movie, but in they you know, in reality, it was real tragic.
5: They just added Anastasia to Disney Plus too.
1: Yeah, uh, no. okay. yeah, like, hey, so, that's, they I just know, added. It. It. But,
5: I that
1: on. ones, but, um, yeah, they just it put it
5: they just put it on there because I was because it yeah. looks like it's a Disney movie. And then I was like, okay. wasn't it? And then they're like, no, it's not. And the Disney Plus uh, bought mm-hmm. that shit. And they're like, here, <laughs> here. Yeah. Like yeah. once yeah. Disney
4: bought Fox it was it was game yeah, over. Disney the Fox had everything in related. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, that's yeah. what okay, yeah. So and and feeling. as someone
0: who's the uh, a huge Star Wars fan, I would be remiss in not talking about the <laughs> Mandalorian.
6: Which we're not going to mention. The I haven't game.
0: seen it yet. Okay. We're, we're not going to talk about the ending. We're not going to talk about the, the ending at all. Man. The, the Mandalorian has oh, done more for Star Wars in two seasons. He's
5: clapping. He's clapping.
0: <laughs> than, the, than the most recent trilogy, which them. I which I'm a fan of. I there were some things about mm-hmm. the the last trilogy that were problematic, but I for the most part was pleased with what they tried to do. But mm-hmm. the Mandalorian is just on a whole nother level. Even They're... with season two, it's a whole nother level.
4: I think that'll be the only show I would watch Star Wars related because I'm not really into Star Wars. Like what? Mm. Yeah. But I did watch the animation one where uh, Ashoka. Ashoka. That's how you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Then it. Then you'll
0: want to watch the Mandalorian. I
4: know that Dawson is going to be Ahsoka, mm-hmm. so I was like, I that makes that. you want to watch Mandalorian, yes. but the movies themselves, I tried to get mm-hmm. into it, but everything is so everywhere, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, um, I don't know how to explain it, because I'm, I'm not really big on Lord of the Rings either, which which is weird, because I'm really into fantasy and yeah. sci-fi, which mm-hmm. is weird, but, um you but again, it. me being you the person weird I anyway.
5: He's talking, but he's, he's talking, but he's muted. I'm like, you're saying things, too. Like, What are you saying?
2: Yeah, they did it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: See,
2: see, see he, it was just the excitement of... Yeah. The yeah. Oh, I so I don't you, know. you had, had to
0: self-mute yourself, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I, just, I started yeah. screaming and stuff yeah. because it's just yeah. like, yeah. that's a show, man. That's I
4: think that's um the animation
2: like Mandalorian is like DS9. Okay.
4: Once you say that, I'm already in it.
2: (laughs) Well, there's a guy and the reason why I say that is because the perspective that they're putting on Star Wars through the lens of this character Mm -hmm. is a huge difference from Mm. everything that I've seen and I'm not just talking about film. I'm talking about the books because Mm -hmm. I like I from a kid, I was Reading all the books, all the stuff from after you know what they made canon, and then they stopped me and yeah. they retconned it. Well, it. So, well,
3: I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell
0: you exactly what The Mandalorian is, it's one of the best space westerns ever made. Okay. So, you know, well, I want to ask a make question
4: if I watch yeah. it, am I going to get confused <laughs> yeah. in terms of the story? No. I know,
2: no, like, I that's the beauty of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay, if you are so somebody who anything about Star Wars,
4: okay, follow it. Oh, all right i'm more of a trekkie so <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, I mean, no, yeah. you know i'll, I'll be like...
0: honest with you, I, honest you. With you. There, there are easter eggs in the mandalorian oh tons of them yeah I'm, sure either, yeah I'm sure it is i mean if you if you're not familiar with anything it's not like it's not like it will ruin your experience if anything it will
2: Enhance, make you curious yeah.
0: to go back and find those exactly. things that they're talking about.
4: Yeah. Okay, because yeah. with the movies it will make
0: you curious. I, I, it it will everything
4: make you yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So,
3: but
6: even, yeah, But even if you no. see no. the Easter eggs no. you're mm-hmm. not going to know they're Easter eggs.
3: True. And they're not going to miss anything.
2: They don't rely on you know that mean? for yeah. you to watch the show and that's what I like about it. But
0: hey, if you give a name, you might go. Oh, me me the head head first. Yeah, you know, it's fan service, but it's not. It's not beat you over the head fan service. not
1: that and that's so been season two the animal. Yeah. I mean, okay. and I was gonna say I'm a Trekkie myself. I mean, right like you, blueprint of the Enterprise right, right behind. Right me. behind him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that blueprint. I love that blueprint. Yeah, like I've been, I've been trying to find other like portraits like that. So, um. Oh, they and, have that
4: with Antonio,
1: Star Wars. The yeah, Antonio probably. Antonio and Michael have seen me for the past couple of maybe months doing a re doing a first time watch of mm-hmm. an animated series, the Star Wars, the mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. This is my first time kind of diving kind of head first into Star Wars like this. Mm-hmm. And it made me want to go back even further and learn more about the lore so so that's basically what the mandalorian will do in addition to watching star wars the clone wars that's why i was trying to double dutch into the conversation because i'm like you this is i'm kind of new you know to this whole world and the mandalorian like you know michael said is it's a sergio leone um, Ooh. Spaghetti Spaghetti Ooh. Western, yeah, yeah This is right. spaghetti Ooh. Western.
4: No, I, I do, the same I do way I know. about Lord Ring, so it's yeah. like, and really yeah. like, not that the the, the story was confusing, but I just wasn't feeling it too
6: much. Yeah. And this yeah. is coming
1: yeah. really into fantasy. So it's well, like... I don't
6: to miss anything. It's, that it's was part of the reason why, why... So you're fine.
1: Okay. Well, With Star Wars, that was part of the reason why I couldn't get into the original series. And I know people do not add me. If you want to join me and buy some books, I got some. But <laughs> the reason I couldn't get into Star Wars is because, even as a kid, there were just a bunch of... I did not see myself until Billy D showed up, um, even then, even then I'm still. I mean, that's the only color that I saw. So when you don't see yourself reflected in this stuff, for me, it's not. Um, it can be so far flung that we don't exist, and it's always just British white guys. So for people who are hypercritical of everything post um, Abrams. At least I saw some people that look like me <laughs> doing yeah. this stuff. And, yeah. and, behind the, and behind the scenes. That's another part of this. So um Bill Burr, who is a who's a comedian who yes. used to kind of uh, incredible wow. in Star Wars. Um, but he was asked to play a role in the Mandalorian and he was just like he, for somebody who had nothing to do with Star Wars, and I'm pretty sure that this, the check helped out a lot, mm-hmm. when, he, when he kind of got immersed in this world, he was just like, I can see what the appeal is from a storytelling perspective. So, yeah, I do feel that season two was a little bit little fan um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't to the point where it was horrible. Um and I don't want to say too much about the last episode, but, anyways, ah. but yeah, they, they, like a lot of actually,
4: people went crazy over that last episode. Yeah, they ah. brought, me, they brought
1: me over between, but the Clone Wars was the big thing. Even this, it was season seven, 2020, or was that 2019? The that season was... seven of the Clone Wars. 2019. 2019 I, think I think it started in
0: 2019. 2019? Okay, well because
1: I watched it, that was one of the best this year. Because that was one of mm-hmm. the best things of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, but I would recommend watching that animated series and yeah, then also definitely. pairing that up with Mandalorian because that gives you a lot of perspective on things that are happening mm-hmm. in the Mandalorian. But yeah, I'm, I still love Trek. And um, mm-hmm. before I forget, I'm going to give love to Star Trek Discovery season three. They gave the fans what they wanted. Yeah, they, they put they I'm not gonna spoil it and they still complain Yeah.
6: Shut up. Really?
1: Just, just wow. shut up. That's like, the, that's,
6: that's really, that's the geek that's the fandom. That's the nerd. Yeah. they are. But, but, that in case,
1: but in this case, in this case, they gave and I don't want to spoil it, but they gave the fans a perfect situation where it doesn't affect canon and they are still riding hard against Mm. Which which is really? representative mm. of Star Trek to the to the nth degree and also data does
3: Yeah,
1: and the yeah, crew really. of and the, the fact that <laughs> the crew of that ship has no like white males at the front of it's just beautiful black and brown and just women of all types just leading the show. That's awesome. And it's just continuing trekking to where it needs to be. Like you can't keep telling the same stories. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, that's. That, I just want to give a shout out for season three, and also anytime they show her with her mother, I'm just like, there. Yeah. That's beautiful because you you don't get to see that a lot in Trek. So
4: yeah, um, the only one you really see is um the choice That's yeah. all you really yeah. see are the Troys. Yep. So
0: hey, Robert, I'm curious to things to ask you what you thought of if you've seen it, um, Picard.
1: Picard was good. Um, Picard mm. was. Um, I'm definitely more in the the Discovery Camp as far as which one I prefer. Okay. Um card I felt is I need to get to know that crew a little bit more.
2: Yeah, um
1: that's the one thing. And mm-hmm. but I the biggest thing that I did and there were a couple of things about the last episode which I wasn't a fan of from a storytelling perspective. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, scale out of one to ten, I give it like a seven or an eight. Mm-hmm. I, I do like this whole ideal of focusing on a captain post federation, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. for people who had a problem with how the federation was treating him, the federation has a long history, it's bureaucracy,
2: yeah. You know,
1: yep. even yep. when they started, like, they start with the loftiest of goals, but as you grow bigger and bigger and bigger, to expect that they are going to adhere to those same. Lofty goals and is not going to. It doesn't make sense to me. But um there's a lot of unnecessary kind of criticism that I'm finding with Trek, with old heads, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, if yeah. All, yeah. Yeah. and that's that's, and that's, the thing that, that's the thing that frustrates me. I'm like, look at Star Wars. They put in out shows like, like candy sprinkling it out, and its quality. The mm-hmm. fact that we had, Disney. Yeah, Enterprise, and Enterprise actually was the last Trek show on TV, and as a Trek fan, I hated that grout. I love the Abramsverse movies; I enjoy them. That's mm-hmm. the only part of Trek yeah. that outside of Kirby that my wife will tolerate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is what it is. But yeah. they're doing their best to bring in people who aren't baby boomers, and I love it. Like I heard, mm-hmm. I saw one discussion where they were, you know, some person asked. On, online, where they were like, "Why are why is um, Star Trek so focused on social issues in the future?" It's and I'm just like, Do, "You don't know issues. what Star Trek is, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's right? Always, it's not bad. exactly, and, and, it's and right. The day one." Is, you know, the problem of the vibe that I felt that they were kind of focusing on is because now they're focusing on LGBTQ issues, mm. and and I'm like, oh, so now you have a problem with that? I
2: mean, from yeah. back in the day when it was Ohura and and um yes. and, and Kirk in that kiss yeah. on screen mm-hmm. and the controversy <laughs> of back back then, you know,
1: yeah. Well I mean even on D Space Nine, they lament the fact that they didn't um kind of pursue or at least look into the same sex relationships that Jadzia Dax might have yeah. had. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing. When you watch that documentary, they have a I section on there that. where they where they talk about the same the first time there's a same sex kiss on that show and then the the Ira Stephen Bear says, No, let's let's take that off because we didn't do more with that because that was a show that probably would have given them an the opportunity to talk about this segment or community of Star Trek which honestly has not been represented well until Discovery. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you kind of pop mark little episodes and well, the next unless you also
2: do the Abrams um Sulu.
1: Well, I mean that's what I'm saying little little moments, little moments, but when start when I think about Star Trek, Star Trek is always television first. Yeah. It is not a um it is. I mean, films are secondary to television, and because TV now, as um, as far as I'm concerned, have gotten neck and neck with movies as far as telling quality stories, that's where I think Star Trek will thrive. You know, um, because
4: they're telling so many stories week to week, they have the yeah. opportunity versus a movie. A movie is just one or two, exactly. depending on how the person is writing it. They have multiple storylines in one, but if Each. it's episodic, it's just giving you more. Opportunity Mm -hmm. to tell different stories from different cast members perspective And even to get
6: deeper with the storytelling and get more background But
0: I also think that stories can't stay the same if you're a fan of something Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. older you get, right? Because with age you gain wisdom, right? Right And the story should should change (laughs) The story should change for that core audience or, Or what I should say is the core audience should embrace a change in the story with that wisdom that they gain from Mm -hmm. the outside, right? Like, and this is one of the things that I had a real problem with. And and like you said, Robert, you have, you know, you have Trek people who are angry because you're focusing on on social issues, which is they've always focused on, right? Mm -hmm. You get the same situation on the Star Wars side of the line where it's like, people are like, oh, well, perfect example last jedi they're like well luke would never turn his back on on being that that you know that ray of light in the darkness i'm like but you guys don't understand like that's the whole reason why i love last jedi because yes (laughs) it's like luke has seen everything he's seen the rise the fall the failures Mm -hmm. everything there Why would he not eventually just say to himself, you know what? Effing throw the man. lightsaber in the corner, <laughs> Effing, throw the man. ship in the sea, I'm done, I'm finished. It's on
1: sh- and it's on his yeah. shoulder. <laughs> you like, know what I mean? Yeah. He this kind of, reminds me... of Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just gonna say because like that's the one that's the that's the middle one, right? That's episode yeah. eight. Yeah, episode yeah. eight is my favorite one of the new Absolutely. series yeah. because yeah. they go Buck Wild, and once again, they aren't playing it safe. Those no. the the seventh and the ninth movies played it too safe, and mm-hmm. Luke is a part of that. Luke yeah. was carrying the entire weight of the Jedi Order on his shoulders. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So I'm. Uh, yes. that was my only two yeah. so I'm and sorry. Mean, and and um,
0: that's right. the beauty. That's the beauty of The Last Jedi, right? It's the whole yeah. examination of what that really means personally mm-hmm. for someone who has been dubbed the chosen one this entire time. Yeah. Like, What happens when he slips and he fails? <laughs> you well, well, know yeah, what I human. mean? Everybody
6: has a day. Everybody has a like, day. Yeah, exactly.
0: Human. Exactly.
6: But I mean, they were you Wars over fans? here drinking blue milk. You got, yeah, I mean, you know, right, you, you right. know, you lactose intolerant, and right. you on this island by yourself. There's but a they were
0: Star Wars fans that were like, "Oh, but they no, see that that this
6: isn't, this isn't know, like, how it would
0: be. This movie's too." One person in when, particular I can think of was like, Oh, this is this this movie's too artsy. I'm like, What are you talking about? Wow. You
2: know what it is? Uh, at the end yeah. of the day, when you have s- certain things that have been in the like social culture for so long and had mm-hmm. a following for so long, mm-hmm. you're gonna have these it, it's gonna generate these these pockets in their fandom that is just overly critical of everything to the point that they will never be happy. I mean, even like when it comes down to like, you know, switching to another show, like Doctor Who. Mm. One Mm. of the only reasons why that kind of happens, but in the same time it doesn't, is because the character has a built-in avenue of change. So, you know, you know that for, for those who don't know, you know, homeboy can regenerate. Yeah, and mm-hmm. with that, you know, homegirl. It, yeah, it's well, a woman now, yeah, right? Exactly, it's a, it's a girl now. Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing is, is like, even in 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 the Whovian community, you have that. It's a they call it the Doctor Who cycle, where got the new Doctor, everybody hates them, and then by the time you get to the middle, it's like, oh, he grew on me. By the time mm-hmm. you know that it's coming to an end, where. Mm-hmm this person is going to pass the torch you're like oh my god you know my beloved doctor i love that's my favorite Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think in in the case of star wars and star trek this is the first time that they're really getting at a cusp of
6: major change for the franchise yeah well it's because Uh, uh, the stories aren't about them anymore right they're Mm -hmm. not they you have to Everything has to evolve. Everything has to change. Right. Some people just wanted to stay frozen in that moment. No, right. tell stories that I want to see. Right. No, your time is gone. You watch that stuff that was 20 years ago. Yeah. This, if, if it's not for you, then you don't have to watch it. That's always think, been the problem.
0: And I think mm-hmm. one of the beauties of The Last Jedi is that it, the movie makes no apologies to the audience while the movie's even running. Like, there's no wink-winks yeah. or anything. It's There's literally a line in the movie that Luke says when... Ray comes at him with the lightsaber on, on Octo, where he says this is not going to go the way that you think. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. He's, He's literally said it. He's saying telling you. To, like, yeah, look. to the audience that whatever you think is going to happen, whatever you've done and made all these preconceived notions in your it's head of happen. who you think Ray is, it's where the story's been. gonna go. What you think I'm gonna do. It's not gonna be that <laughs> <fit> to <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but they've the been coach.
6: doing that since like Force Awakens even too. Yeah,
3: you know, like now, they
6: started like you thought it was gonna be one thing. You were like, oh mm-hmm. Finn, about to get about to get <laughs> and you go and you like Yo. Yup. Yep. That ain't it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's they wanted they whether it's anybody, whether Cubans like they always need like one season to get used to the person. Star Wars mm-hmm. fans are. Um, <laughs> I have like, no word for it, honestly. Yeah. Um, Star Trek fans are a bit better, unless there's a person of color or or an other mm-hmm. quote-unquote, mm-hmm. in air, air quotes that's the lead or that's leading the ship. Mm-hmm. Or comics mm-hmm. or gaming. When it's, uh, uh, there's always going to be that pocket that's mad. They're always mad. They're going to be mad. No matter what, some are just trolling because they want attention. Mm. Don't feed yeah. the troll. Yeah. Some are legitimate, mm. ignorant, bigots, racist, what, um homophobics, what have you. Mm. Again, it, it's kind of, in, in my head, I think about it like, the way to kill Freddy Krueger is you don't give him attention, you turn your back. Mm. Nan- Nancy turned her back. Mm. And what happened to Freddy? He... Fell. Then he mm. He was gone. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't go at these people when they do step on toes. No, mm-hmm. go at them. Get them. Sure. But unfortunately, that's always going to be what we're going to have, no matter how. And we're in, in a golden, or should I say a vibranium. <laughs> yes,
5: vibranium. <laughs> nice.
6: nice. Age <laughs> of geekdom, fandom, nerddom. We've got mm-hmm. incredible games. We're able to download. You don't have to go into the store. You can download it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Movies. I got a mother box right here. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's so much. Books. So many
1: books. Comics. Yeah.
6: Like all over. You can get everything. And there are stories that are telling incredible incredible arcs of everything that's happening from um parallel worlds that have incredible names thank you robert Mm, to (laughs) vampire lore to Mm. stories about african mythology about a kid whose father is the african storyteller anansi Mm. and you will still get people mad why is that new green lantern black why is it a woman joe was it necessary
5: to have a black spider-man as i'm playing black Mm spider-man as a black woman like bro get the hell out my stream like
6: (laughs) why does she have to be deaf why why does he have to do sign language can i get subtitles at the bottom
5: why do they have to be gay i'm like
6: why does that happen why Why does that bother you why do you have to breathe breathe? yeah there's always going to be something that's going to have that's going to be in there (laughs) Fuck them. I, I don't I don't know what else to tell you. My
5: 2020.
6: My whole thing is I'm gonna enjoy the Star Trek. I'm gonna enjoy Star Wars. I'm gonna enjoy the expanse, which I'm jumping back into. Yeah, that's oh, the- oh,
2: yes. See, good see what, you see, look, you know what? Y'all gotta stop this BS. <laughs> that's that shit. Adding, <laughs> adding to my damn list. I Boy, was proud of myself. You know, of, the- never
6: there's seen so much the gangs of London. Enjoy. The um, expanse is so much. Lit.
5: Yeah. The, the
6: expanse. Yes, the expanse. Yeah. Is yeah the
2: I haven't seen the last season. Five, five seasons. I've seen all
3: seasons.
2: I've seen all of the the Sci Fi Channel
1: seasons. I and haven't. Right seen the,
2: the, the Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. The Amazon.
1: Yeah. The Amazon. That's another one um, that doesn't get as much love as I feel it needs to. In um, certain ways, the Expanse actually oh, wow. is, is more than... Yeah, was, No, you're fine. I think the Expanse is right up there with Trek, if not...
2: I was going to um, say that the Expanse yeah. is similar to
1: Firefly in the
3: sense yeah. of... Right, right, right. And, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I,
1: I, I say I that... I, the, the thing with Firefly is that there's too much of Weedon that's wrapped up in that for me. Yeah. And when I look at it, when I look at the expanse, the expanse reminds me of where it gives me an idea of where we might go in the future because humanity stays on some fuck shit. Yeah. You're right. The expanse is, the expanse is yeah. real. Like that's, that's yeah. like real sci fi um, to me. But the fifth season, we're going to start that this week. But. Yeah, that's another space opera. I think people should look into. Yeah. Um See, but you I'm,
2: know what? I feel at the Expanse. Like when you said space opera, it, it, again, it put it it put my mind back to Destiny too. Yeah, yeah,
3: because <laughs> that's know?
2: and and I swear, it's like like too. even in the world of the Expanse, the world mm-hmm. of the Expanse could easily translate to Destiny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. That's how crazy it is.
3: I can I, see that. My yeah. thing is,
4: is that um, my friend just sent me like a barrage of videos, like all the vi- um, the movie trailers for the not movie trailers, but you know how video mm-hmm. games are with their mm-hmm. cinematic trailers yeah. from all the Destiny One and then some of Destiny Two that I missed because I came right before this expansion came out. Okay. And I came across um, the trailer of when everything first started. Where oh like,
2: my god, those trailers Mars, are on their and own, and, and, I'm, like,
3: traveler. Like, and I'm like,
4: holy shit! So that's what happened, that's how that yeah. started. And <laughs> started. Traveling to Mars, <laughs> uh, and I'm, like, uh, okay, all right, yeah. now I gotta get the book.
2: <laughs> Books, <laughs> oh, yeah,
4: multiple, <laughs> plural. yeah. Oh
2: my god, like you can get lost in destiny, I swear. Like, I, at this point, like especially with, with the pandemic, it really mm-hmm. did make me feel it's,
4: like, it's like I told you I before. Can love yeah, it's like I told you before. My friend is a lore master, so when he was like just telling me, I call him a lore master, but mm-hmm. he was just telling me everything destiny related, even destiny one. And then I can't wait
2: destiny until 2. they finally like I believe it's coming um, late next year. We'll finally yeah. have cross platform play.
4: Right. Okay.
2: <laughs>
3: and
4: when he was telling me everything, uh, like, certain points of the story, it just made me, like, dude, you just want me, like, you just want me to, like, get into Destiny 1. And it's still playable, apparently. Yeah, no, that's what I, that's I, mean, what I like about you. like, you're getting me, like, Destiny super interested they, in the they... lore. Like, I gotta go in. I, I gotta like get the books. I gotta watch like I was the, a cookbook. I was cookbook and the cookbook everything. Like he was. Like, I almost it.
2: bought it. They have a Destiny <laughs> cookbook, and I like I was looking through some of the recipes, and I'm like, yo, this is hot. This is fire.
4: It it reminds me of 14 because a lot of creators uh, that play 14 are into that. It's a YouTuber that makes the recipes for one of the crafters, and yeah. it's uh, oh. for uh, food because one of the crafters are culinary. So that she actually has a YouTube channel how to make certain recipes from Final Fantasy 14. So I can see where Destiny would have that too because it has such a big community and it's been out for so long. So you're gonna have a lot of people that are very creative, whether they're painters, artisans, um, culinary, culinary, you know, they're going to have a lot of people in there. There's actually a store on Etsy that makes ghosts. Like, they do three prints of ghosts.
2: Oh, You, <laughs> you have to share that now. Yeah,
4: yeah share that. Yeah, like, it's, it's really cool. So, you know, they it's, it's a lot of artisans. They have people that make like uh, Moogles, Chocobos. Like, they make all of these figurines. And that's i like, it's funny how I'm in both fandoms right now. Like, I just I'm got into whole, Destiny, whole but I just i been playing 14. I, I would years. wish
2: that Destiny is for real, so that when I die, I do come back as a guardian. I'm saying it. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. you know, no. you
3: know that. Was like, I, I, understand, was like I
2: understand. Like, know, I, 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 I do understand that. No. In in essence, <laughs> that means that humanity is going to go to a really dark place at one point. But, but I on, mean, you're you're imagine, imagine you'll be a freaking guardian. I mean, a it's like. Real. No. You you <laughs> have a ghost. You can just like travel no. the
1: planets and shit. It's like I'm oh, trying
6: God. to haunt a racist. No.
1: Yeah, let's get yeah, let's, let's get on that. If we're talking about reincarnation, I want to come back as a break so I can save the community center it was. Oh no, and there was, and there was uh, a small Sliders connection when we started talking about Dreamgirls because Clavon Derrick's oh. from Sliders was in the original cast of Dreamgirls. So Easy. I didn't bring I didn't bring that up until now. So <laughs> yeah. Sliders reboot. 24.
2: Oh my god, that was such a good show. This that show, was such a good
6: show. This shows yes. Robert's world building, even during a podcast. Mm-hmm. He's still building that world yeah. and those layers of storytelling. <laughs> this one, go and read Lube this Lube man's
1: books. <laughs> yeah, please, please. That's, that's like um, before I forget, because I, I'd be remiss as a comic book writer on here to not mention 2020 with comic books,
4: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I just wanted one of the big things I wanted to mention was. Indie creators have been continue to go hard
4: mm-hmm. in the
1: writing paint when yeah. it comes to comic books, and Kickstarter has been a huge part of that. Um, my bank account shows that it's been a huge part of that. Um, wow. because they because I've, I've pledged to a few of them, but um, we mentioned Greg, um, TJ Sterling, Afua Richardson has a Kickstarter right now, which Banked all that money within 72 hours. Yeah, yeah, within 72 hours. Um, uh, the search for uh, Sadika One Nation Stronghold. Shout out to 133 Art, Mm -hmm. Nightfall Wingless Comics. Um, Mm -hmm. Black. I I think specifically. I think indie comics in general have been doing pretty well because I think Kickstarter said that they set record numbers in comic book fundraising. Period. Um, Keanu Reeves got in on it. Um, <laughs> with his comic book, and yeah, 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 it's been it's been a really big year for indie comics. And shout out to all of the virtual convention organizers that have done stuff this year. And mainstream, I'll say it live on TV: DC Comics, y'all. It, I'm glad that I'm so happy for the for people who don't look like. I'm sorry. I'm happy that Black folks got hired. I'm happy that women got hired. I'm happy that people of color got hired on these major books. Mm-hmm. Future State, Brandon Thomas, um, Althea.
6: Be huge. That's why yeah. I'm so interested, because of the names yeah. that are on there.
1: Yeah, I'm more interested in the creators behind Future State and everything going forward with DC mm-hmm. Comics, and um, because a lot of these people have been in the industry for a minute. And they are some of the greatest creatives that I've come across, and um, they don't need DC Comics or Marvel Comics to, you know, to be as talented as they are. But the paycheck don't hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Whoa, real talk. That's right. And and, and their their IPs will grow greater because of the talents that these people have brought on. So 2020, I'm just I'm so happy to see that these people are getting on. Um, but they, like I said, they didn't need they didn't need these people, you know, folks to publishers to yeah. do their thing. Um, but yeah, indies and mainstream uh, comic books, I'm just I'm hyped for it. But you know, Antonio, you you got that. I know you got like a top ten list already. Yeah. bro. Like this
6: year has been amazing for comics. Like you were saying with Kickstarter, Kickstarter. I I mean, and in that point, show and prove, and people showed and prove that they love the creators, they love the properties mm-hmm. that are in these indie comics. In a pandemic. yeah. In a pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a pandemic. When some people were only getting unemployment or may, may not even been getting that, and they still were were putting in for these books, Marvel and DC, the big two, are starting to, like within the last couple of years, I want to say, have been starting to say, oh, oh okay, so you guys are into them, so we're going to get them to do this book. We're going to get them to do this book future state is gonna be a huge thing because of the creators. right? And it's the one thing in DC that I'm the most excited about. I'm like, oh, oh wait, I've been looking to see if they're available yet, like on, on Comixology to be um, uh, pre-ordered and I haven't seen it yet. I, I keep checking because I want that. I really do. I wanna see the Wonder Woman. I wanna see the Aquaman. I wanna see the Batman. I wanna see all of them. And I do, and these creators from, and all the companies that I'm starting to get more into now, like Vault Comics, you know? I, I got to shout out the shirt for you, you Bleed Them <laughs> Dry. I absolutely love it. Um Philadelphia, Oh my God.
1: <laughs> God.
6: This I, a I just read the last issue and it's so well done. Again, it's black, it's horror, you're getting vampires, you're getting history woven into it. You're getting this father and son bickering in- Incredibly, I love the bickering. It's amazing stuff, and you're seeing stories that you would never have seen before.
5: Mm-hmm. There's
6: a book called and joy actually got me into this book Safe Sex SFSX. Yes, you know what like, <laughs> you yeah. would see in like a dystopian future movie, sci fi thing, whatever like the brothel or the speakeasy is where they go to meet up. And then the then you know somebody ends up telling on them, and the place gets shot up, and Raided. All the sex workers get mm-hmm. killed. Well, think about this: in San Francisco, which is actually very funny that it's set in San Francisco, the brothel, speakeasy, what have you, and the sex workers there—they're the heroes of the story.
5: Yes, as they should be at this point.
6: <laughs> yes, and I have—I I will go on record. I will say it, and I've said it on camera continuously. I am pro sex workers
5: probably the
0: heroes of the pandemic so far
6: big facts like (laughs) people
5: are here like they are you support sex sex workers just
6: somebody's paypal because they'd be like oh no oh no that wasn't me that was a mistake
5: (laughs) yeah yeah, okay
6: five times for five different videos that was custom i i know you like specials that much
5: people champion sex workers
6: they really do it's
5: just they they don't they don't want to be on the on the the spotlight of it. I'm like everyone yeah. at some way, point, shape, or form, it likes it like something.
6: You okay. watched something like that. <laughs> we, yeah.
5: all,
6: we all were kids at one point with HBO trying to trying to feel a or Like yeah. you seen something. <laughs> but stories like that. Mm-hmm. Um you have uh, just these incredible stories that are being told. And you have to have different stories from different people, from different walks of life. One mm-hmm. of the best things I read in 2020, actually, yeah, was Diary of a uh, Angry Black Werewolf.
5: Yes, Michelin, yes. love that, her. That
6: book does not get enough credit. And love here's her. why I love it. First off, Michelin is cool as hell and she's always hungry and her social battery dies very low. So I can, that. I, I can so many levels that we really connect on. But also the fact that socially aware, are again wonderfully drawn and her art mm-hmm. is deceptive where it looks like it should be a kiddie book. Like a kid's book. but Kids. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the story was created through Inktober. So she created that story by using prompts. Wow. It wasn't like she sat there, she wrote it and everything, like she went through prompts and told a story with the art and such and then mm-hmm. put the, like that's incredible. And that book does not get enough love. It does not get enough love. Okay, there are so many creators that I'm constantly saying their names because I they need to get love. They need to get mm-hmm. support. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Robert Jeffrey. Yes. Here.
5: Or, <laughs> that man is powerful. Whether
6: it's Sawyer who is, oh, he's, he's, she does the damn thing all the time with, with all the things. Mm-hmm. Doing work for DC Comics now,
1: right? Yeah, for DC Comics. Right. Right. She's, mm.
6: That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's um they're they, all of a sudden coming out and like, oh, yeah. you know what? We we've been watching you. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh I mean Robert knows he wrote for Green Arrow. Uh, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, Lantern. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. There are incredible creators continuously. And when I see that their work is there and it's available, mm. and if I have a few extra coins, I'm gonna pop it in. I am. Philadelphia is an amazing book that has come out. Um, I started reading, uh, like bleed them dry because I have a thing for vampires. I do.
3: Mm.
6: <laughs> but I, oh my God, the the amount of books that are out there are so astounding, and yeah. they've been hitting on every level. And I'm so proud that people came out, showed support. Um, you know, Shinee is an incredible, incredible artist.
5: Oh, I'm, trying to th- I'm trying to throw money at her, too, girl. I'm trying to throw all the monies at you. <laughs>
1: well, <this laughs> are, mm-hmm. there ones, are there ones that you've been reading? Like any comics from this year? Uh, like Naomi. Naomi.
4: I read Naomi. Naomi.
1: Oh. Oh. I what did, mean, did
4: have the DC app, so I've been, I read all of Birds of Prey. Okay. Um, it was an amazing run. Um, the most recent run? Really- yeah, at least that's what I think yeah, the most recent one. Um I have so many comics I haven't even read yet, but I know <laughs> I have like Moonshot, okay. where like a lot of indigenous stories. So I haven't finished oh, yes. that one, but that is really, I have volume three and that one's really mm. good. I just got my haul from TJ Sterling. So I just got his books, oh, so I okay haven't read sure. them yet. Oh, so I just right. got this okay. stuff. Yep. Awesome.
1: Um,
4: there's just so many. I, I picked up so many comics from anyone comics, like yes. Demetrius, yes. boy. Yep.
1: Uh, Shout, out no. your shop. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out your favorite shop. Love, Just, yeah.
4: uh, Shout out yeah to him. He actually
5: rode his bike to deliver yeah. comics to me.
6: Yeah. yeah. So, I was
5: like, yeah.
4: yeah.
6: Him and his girlfriend were doing that. Like, going yeah. around delivering. So, other, yeah. Who does that?
4: This man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. and, I was like, I dude, I, I mean, love that comic me. book store. Like, that's yeah. the only comic book store I really, really go to because Bulletproof mm-hmm. is for me. Um, Midtown Comics. I'm not really in the city like that. Yeah. So for for anyone, comics to be like at the heart of Crown Heights, and I'm not in Crown Heights. I'm in Bed-Stuy. So mm-hmm. for for me to just like just take a train and a bus there, it's a very short ride between both um, transportations. It's it's right there. He sees me. We see each other. We talk for hours in the comic book store about yeah. yeah. And usually yeah. when it comes to bookstores, I go in. I get what I want. That I'm looking for sometimes I stay there for like an hour. No, this this dude tells me a lot. Give me another list. Yeah. And yes. He's so good at that. Oh my god, it's yeah. wonderful. Like, like I am there yeah. for four hours. I remember me, Antonio, Kia, I think Joy Joy, I think you were there too. And we all just kind of walked in like we were yeah, a squad. <laughs> yep. yeah. And I was like, Demetri, I brought people. <laughs> this yeah. this yeah. when they met. Everybody met when I was like, yo.
6: Go here. You have to. (laughs) And it was great how people supported shops during the pandemic and when things started happening. Yeah. You know, um,
1: and uh just the the place down here that challenges games and comics is is the LCS down here, where and I'm always going, I give credit where it's due. Tony K is the guy that got me involved in the industry. Um, because we were running with the publisher that shall not be named, (laughs) uh, and he got me started with route three. So anyways, yeah, it's always two publishers, but, um, no, but Tony Cade, um, was doing the same kind of doing the same thing, like using Uber to deliver comic books. Uh, he was trying to find safe ways to get people to come in, you know, with the mask and the proper distancing and, um. So he had to switch it up. I mean, I think every all of our LCSs or whatever had mm-hmm. to find ways to exist. But, you know, <laughs> I think that enter- entertainment always gets kind of crapped on when it comes to situations like this. And, it's, and definitely it's secondary to everything that's going on. But I think, you know, when you're entertained, when you're having a way to escape the stuff that's going on around you, and there's a lot that's going on, um, I think those places should be celebrated. So things like, you know, just the local comic book shops. Um, shout out. Shout out, Tony, if you're yeah. watching this. But, um, yeah, I know he was, like, hitting us up. He's like, how do I use Uber to, to deliver comic <laughs> books? And I was just yeah. like, dude, just hire somebody. And he, um, and that's what he did. He was, he was delivering, like, miniatures and games to different households so people could stay in the house and play board games, yeah. you know, down here in Georgia because... It's a, sometimes it's a stupid conservative state. A lot of people decided that they could run around without face masks or whatever. But the people who stayed at home, we need stuff to do, and that's what. um I'm pretty sure that's what anyone comics was doing. That's what Tony yes. was doing with challenges, and you know, and I, they've been hit. You know, they've been hit with the printing and the publishing side of things and the distribution. Um, actually, shout out to Jason Reeves, Andre Owens, and um, Milton Davis. They created. A distribution service for Black indie comics, mm-hmm. um, and that, so we wouldn't have to continue to wait on Diamond distributors to make you know to give us access to putting our books in their in their um, catalogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to the three of them. But yeah, this this has brought innovation and change to the industry in a way that I haven't seen before. And when I saw people coming out on Kickstarter and spending that money, when they when we barely have it that was beautiful um you know like i said we, we're shouting out specific series which are trendsetting. one nation stronghold um yes. is big i'm sorry i like i'm i'm published by 133 art which publishes that book but greg and jason and i'm forgetting the artist's name um but they killed it on that it's a story about a it's a black gay man who he's uh, he's an albino he's albinism He's and he, but he's he has superpowers, but they also show him like coming out, (laughs) which is like a huge part of that story. And it's such a Mm
3: -hmm. it
1: is it is beautiful. Like Greg sent me the PDF before it's dropped, and I was just like, and 130 and One Nation is a series that Jason created way back when. Where it's if you think about something like Milestone Universe, you know, that's Mm -hmm. kind of something if you want to point a reference, but. Greg, next to it um, is Nana. I think this is the best thing that he's written. I mean, I love Marasa, but Stronghold. Yep.
3: Yep. Like when true. I,
1: when you read that opening scene with him at the in college, I was just like, this this needs to be up there with one of the best books of 2020. So, Indies is where it's at. I I love a lot of stuff in mainstream, but I don't think you could see something like that at Marvel or DC. You're hitting as hard. I kind of want to like
4: put a little segue in for gaming because it's been pretty big with the, the streaming yeah. side, especially yeah. with Twitch. I want to actually shout out, well, of course, Joy is here, so I'm gonna shout her out. Uh yeah. <laughs> I also want to shout out like my girl, like me and Joy's girl Jabba-chan. jabba Chan! Yeah. I've been wanted to yeah. say her name forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's why I'm just waiting. But <laughs> I wanted to shout her out. She she just started streaming recently, I think earlier this year. And she just made affiliate on oh, Twitch. Yes. Oh, she wow. is a black girl gamer. Um, nice. but, uh, her content is hilarious. I'm on there sometimes, pay128, in case you guys wonder. Like, I am <laughs> on there with her sometimes playing Destiny 2. We have shenanigans and struggle streams. Yes. To- to <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> we just had it last night. Um, my partner, Lord Kabuto, he's on Twitch as well. So, <laughs> Like he's playing Dark Souls three right now with all the nah. frustration, poor man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and last but not least, I just found out that my own best friend, uh, her name is a uh, Tiger, Tiger Art or Tiger Noodle arc. I just found her channel, so I can like put all the handles in. But she's mm-hmm. a fantastic artist. Me and her have been best friends since college. That's my sister. Like I literally, I don't even say best friend. I say sister, cause she's literally my sister. Mm-hmm. So um, her art is amazing. And she's on a uh, Pictaro. I think that's another streaming service there. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's more streaming for artists, but mm-hmm. she's on there
3: mm-hmm.
4: and her work is amazing. And there's Aww. just so many like streamers that I'm just finding, especially through Black Girl Gamer. Shout out to them too. So all day. finding them. Like I'm not a streamer, but I do like to watch and and like really help my friends as much as I can and just like give them that that view. Um, but I do play games with them a lot. I do like do co-ops and stuff and stuff like that. At least especially with Java, with Java more and then uh Camuto stream, you'll see me there because you know, I'm, I'm his partner. So yeah. I'll get
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Like five minutes. Bye. <laughs>
6: well, that's but, the know, beautiful thing like, that we found out, you know, like, huh? people like, like, that's, that's the beautiful thing that we found out is mm-hmm. where the support is at. And it came up yeah. in the darkest time.
4: Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. They're, they're there, they're no, playing games, beautiful. they're just having fun. They, they, mm-hmm. they kind of bring out that, that whole, um, it makes you relax. You know. you know, instead yeah. of worrying about what's going on outside, you're inside. You're okay. Let's yeah. do something. Let's play some games. And these streamers mm-hmm. are amazing. Whether you want to watch them for art or sculpting, or you want to watch them to play games or to discuss games or to have a podcast through Twitch or or Pitaro, mm-hmm. um, or you advice, know, <laughs> or <laughs> advice. Like, the Expo. It's a it's a convention that shout out to them too. But it's a <laughs> It's it's a whole convention that deals with fantasy artists and sci-fi artists, and they uh, they had to do a virtual event this year, and it was open to everybody. And half of their stuff was on Twitch. A lot of um, creatives that had their panels, it was on Twitch, because that's that was a good way to uh, Twitch and YouTube, because those were good ways to really like reach yeah. out to people and you know have these panels and these discussions. So I think that was a really good way for um Gamers to really connect with everybody, especially since you know back in the day we had people come over because that was the only way for all of us to play games. Couch but like, the actual couch co-op, like, you yeah, know,
3: like couch co-op was so real. Like,
4: you know, yeah. Twitch kind of made that a un uh, a virtual couch co-op type of thing, where it's nice. like you're watching someone play, mm-hmm. you know, and um just the fact that it opened up that platform for gamers, especially gamers of color, to really like get in and play like sh- like a lot of fighting games, a lot of shooting games, a lot of RPG, variety streamers. You know, it, it kind of opened that door. So it gave a lot of people who aren't home as much, but now they're home, it gives them something to watch and something to be entertained by. If they don't feel like playing a game right now, they could just watch somebody else play and talk to that person and, and connect with that person that's streaming it.
6: That's awesome. And it, it, it's cool to be able to talk to me because it also shows you like the game before you even get it. <laughs> right. So you might want to preview it, yep. what have you, which is great. Mm-hmm. So on that note, so the year was basura.
5: Si. Sí. <laughs> mucha, mucha basura. Yeah. Yeah. The so end,
4: much basura.
6: Straight we, dumpster we, fire. We, we started mm-hmm. finding out that We can support each other. We can be there for each other.
5: Please
4: be kind
6: Um, to each other. Yeah. You know, we we, we started really finding that out. And we had moments that illuminated us, whether it was the racial tensions, whether it was the speaking out, which is like the Me Too, um,
5: Black Lives Matter,
6: like uh, a version of comics and wrestlers.
2: This is the first time I protested. You You did? Wow. Yeah, I went to Washington DC. I was part of that. Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah I, I even got I got um the Do you remember the, the shirt that Takiya made?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, I do remember yeah. that. About yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: well, I, yeah wow. I wore it I wore it to that. I wore it 22 to 22 when we went to so to <laughs> monument. Yeah. So we
6: I And mean, found like, out it
2: feels like it's so long ago. Jesus. Yeah. It is.
6: So we found out that we can be there. So even if things start to get better with the vaccine and what have you, whatever's going on, we mm-hmm. still have to keep that mindset of being there and supporting each other and letting each other know that we've got your back. No so matter what. Try and keep that yeah. for 2021. 20, mm-hmm. I don't want to jinx it, I'm not going to say anything else. Because next thing you know, like shoelaces will start attacking us in the middle of the night. Right? <laughs> look, look, look,
2: look, look. I, I also be surprised because, I mean, when I think it was back in May when they said that there were some monkeys that stole blood samples from a lab. I was
5: like, oh, yeah. I'm done.
6: I'm done.
5: I remember
4: that. In Aliens. Look, sometimes
6: <laughs> wow. sometimes sci-fi is real. I don't know what to tell you.
4: But I, I also oh, want to say, um, shout out to all the healthcare workers, the essential workers. Oh, yes. Yeah, they, yeah like your are mom. are doing oh. the thing. And the funny thing is that they've been doing their job even before the pandemic started, but um, that's something that we should always be grateful for, that there are people mm-hmm. there to help. Yeah. There are people there to um let you know what's going on to assist you in any way they can, and it's sad that when the protests were happening, they were with the not with Black Lives Matter, but you know there was another protest happening with the whole COVID thing, My and goodness. a lot of um, a lot of people were protesting the nurses, like they were provide yeah. they were preventing they were them,
2: blocking them, yeah, preventing yeah, them the, the hospital.
4: and that's yeah. me. I don't understand. I was like. These are people that's trying to save you. Like why are you blocking or trying to save someone that's in yeah. that building? Why it's would you be
2: privileged? Them? That's why. Like, that's
4: like, like, like blocking a firefighter from going into the building to save yeah. someone or or literally putting the fire out. <laughs> that doesn't really making these sense. Because I remember I seen it. It was a guy that was like, oh, I taught my son to respect police officers, firefighters, nurses, and doctors, but I told him not to respect y'all anymore. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, but what happened, God forbid, if you're, and his son was there. And Mm -hmm. his son looked like I was maybe six or seven years old. And I'm thinking Mm -hmm. to myself, I was like, well, God forbid, what happened if your son gets sick? Not by the virus, but just sick in general. Mm -hmm. And it's been to the point that you have to take him to the hospital.
3: Because people-
4: People are selfish about these things where people are doing the best they can with the the equipment that they got. They're doing the best they can with Mm -hmm. the situation at hand, and they're putting themselves at risk to protect us. They're putting themselves at risk to find cheers for us. And Mm -hmm. even with essential workers, they're putting themselves at risk to deliver food, to deliver um, goods the post the postal workers and, and UPS and like all the services that Mel deliver yeah. us things, like they're literally putting themselves at risk to make sure that you're that you're okay, to make sure that you're comfortable. And they don't get enough recognition and gratitude. So mm-hmm. thank you, yeah. essential workers. Thank you, nurses mm-hmm. and doctors, for doing all that you can with the situation at hand. So, oh, shout out to yeah. y'all. Yeah, right. That whole thing just pissed me happy. I'm like, what, like, piss me happy means in a bad way. I see that and it's like, why, you know?
1: And, and let me kind of piggyback on that because uh, I have a wife who's a speech therapist at an elementary school down here.
3: Mm-hmm. And, um,
1: <clears throat> you know, I know, yeah, yeah. And I know Georgia helped to save the election this year. And we still, yeah, you that was strange as hell down here. That was strange. Like we were watching the news and we were like, what? Because the state has been so red. But the reason I, I mentioned the politics of it is because Georgia has been one of those not as forward thinking states, I feel, when it comes to the government, you know, that we have in place and the restrictions that educators down here have had to deal with and also nationwide and other states where they aren't so forward thinking, um, it's it's hard. It's been a hard. It's been hard, difficult. And but outside of you know any clapback that they might get from local government, I feel that um, just having to deal with the situation being what it is, it's different. You know, they are educating within a pandemic, and seeing the work that, personally speaking, my wife has put into doing her job in in the midst of all of this. In addition to hearing stories about the um, other educators who are doing their best, you know, to cope and deal with this stuff, in addition to possibly being subjected to it, you know, to COVID has been huge. So I know that there has been a lot of criticism from parents when it comes to this situation being what it is, but being with somebody on the quote-unquote you know, I'm not going to say frontline because they're not dealing with the disease, but trying to help the children or trying to help you know, balance digital learning versus in-person mm-hmm. learning. Because down here, some counties have not completely cut out the in-person aspect of this. Some counties have mm-hmm. where they're just completely digital. My wife has to do half and half. And if you think that is easy, it ain't. It so, so shout out to my wife you know, primarily because I love her, but, and I'm invested in my life, but then also shout out to all of the educators who were doing their best to kind of deal with it. Because I think that, Educators are even in normal times; they are one of the most crapped-on professions in this country. Yeah, underpaid. And, You're right. Yeah. And and I, this is me. I'm just representing myself. Uh, this ain't my wife speaking. This is me. I hate it. I know. For I have friends who are teachers, and once I got married to an educator or a speech therapist in this case, and it gave me more of an insight into what how difficult it can be. So. Um, that's what I, that's kind of like when you, when you mentioned, the, um, you know, the, the nurses and the doctors and medical care workers, I've been wanting to say that about like educators for a while. So yeah, um,
5: well, definitely. Them,
1: you know.
5: yeah they definitely are doing the Lord's work in terms of yeah. the amount of virtual stuff and the kids and the mm-hmm. dealing with the, elect- the electronic technology. Like yeah. I was just thank saying, you. thank, God. thank yeah. God I'm not a student right now. Like,
1: yeah. I don't, I'm glad yeah. I'm not in school because yeah. this shit is crazy. I don't <laughs> I mean, know. I don't know. It's just I disagree on that.
4: Really protesting this I, thing. Think, <laughs>
2: I don't know. Like I, I think, at least for me personally, when it comes to education, if I was a kid right now in this system, I, it would be like when Morpheus hooked up Neo to the training program for the first time. And he's like i know because oh no i am just like look joy and antonio you guys know me as a kid i was always in a book i was always reading i was glued to the tv i was glued to a computer screen from just yeah. street so like all this virtual stuff i would have been one of those kids who would have just been lost i would have just completely sucked in it would have been like sword art online
5: <laughs> but that's stuff like you want to do like yeah, My lot, issue like, is a lot of I hate doing this no, from home
1: because you got stuff going the, on at home has, too. Well, I that's don't like the
5: other,
1: that. and that's the other part of it. Like I said with somebody and Carlo you said you have kids but being somebody who has um it's been difficult to transition from in-person learning as As an educator, to being, and that's the thing, and working sometimes for a county. Yeah, and working, but also, but also on the background, like we watched a, um, we watched a not a city hall. It was a school district meeting where the parents were coming up to the podium, and they were so anti-digital. They weren't. They were just like we hate it. Like I said. If you want to see some weird stuff, move to Georgia. But they were so anti-digital. They were like, my kid needs to go in person. And this is during the height of the pandemic. This is when we didn't know. But my thing is, the educators, that's what I'm saying, they need to be given a nationwide raises period, but also
4: um,
1: for having to essentially learn how to teach a different style of teaching. You know, this wasn't something that, and, and everybody has been kind of transitioned, you know, people who were, were working in offices now have to work from home and learn how to do that. You know, it's been different, but I think in this case, because the um, you're working with children, you're working with people's children, and you want to come at this as, in the best way possible and still provide them with the quality education that they were getting in type of inside of schools. It can be hard, you know, so that's why, you um, it's it's been that's why i'm so kind of i ride or die when it comes to educators it's just like when you marry one it's just like and even before that i was but you you get to see how the the sausage is made and sometimes the issue pretty. yeah it's, it's like
3: but i think what <laughs> i think essentially
0: true. that exposes a major problem too though right yes like, and it's not about the educator right because the educator is doing their calling in this situation right but it's mm-hmm. it's it's the the people who employ the educators, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see in the you see in the news this whole brewing war on big tech and and how we need mm-hmm. to rein them in and and all this. But there's the, the flip side of that is there has been absolutely no embracing by the municipalities in all of these states of big tech because if you had done that a long time ago you mm-hmm. would make this whole you know digital learning experience a lot more robust mm-hmm. and a lot more easier to implement in times like this yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean i mean it's not i mean well fine you you want to go to war in big tech because you think they've become too powerful to an extent i agree with that argument but the other half of the argument that i do not agree with is You guys kind of put yourselves in this position where there is no digital backup in case something like this happens. And yes, I will sit here and say, no one could have known the pandemic would be this bad. No one could have known that a pandemic was even coming ahead of time 10 years ago, right? But-
5: But they had a task force. Yeah, true.
0: But I think you can't just have this one, black or white type of issue on big tech are there problems with big tech absolutely yeah, yeah there's going to be problems with corporations no matter where they are because essentially they become too big for their own good right mm-hmm. but there are positives that these these municipalities offer right and oh, oh. none of us so none nobody is really trying to embrace the positive things that they're offering. Because either it becomes too expensive, or to this, or it's going to eliminate these things. I mean, it's a tricky situation. You know what I mean?
6: Well, yes. I mean, you have that and the technology problem as well. And like you were saying, it's too expensive. A lot of people can't afford it. What about people? Sure. What about the kids who are, in essence, left behind because they can't mm-hmm. afford that technology so they can learn their lessons? But I'm
0: not even talking about personally at home. Like... Schools should have embraced technology years
4: ago. A long time ago. But well, yeah. I'm saying
6: like only yeah. certain people are able to afford to even a- embrace the technology.
4: Yeah. Well, no, there are some schools in New York that they will, if they do have the laptops, they will provide mm-hmm. kids with laptops, like certain classes. Like I have, um, I have but how
6: about if if somebody doesn't have internet or Wi-Fi? Yeah, no, control, no
2: control. Yeah. As my
4: oldest nephew, he no. has. A laptop and he and had, to, um, his school had to give him one or i think his school had to give one of his classmates one because he already had his own little laptop mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. his school does offer like small affordable laptops where they just give it to the parents for the the kids to learn through mm-hmm. but yeah you're right in
6: new I mean, york because not, not everybody wrong. has yeah. that and i
4: mean everybody right. has that type of school or school right. system yeah. or anything Right.
1: And oh, I, I, I and I digress, Antonio, because I understand
0: where you're coming from on the whole Wi-Fi argument, which is why Wi-Fi should be a like a free. city, city no, statewide be, No, but it's turning into that essential utility. It's turning it's into not that been because like a utility.
2: Well, I think it's turning into that because, like, in my oh, son's school, at this point, for those kids who don't have Wi-Fi, the laptop. And slash or la- um tablet, most of the time being an iPad that they give them comes mm-hmm. with a, a SIM chip built in that network? is mm-hmm. that is connected to yeah. T Mobile. They they like the Department of um the Department of Education teamed up with T Mobile in mm-hmm. the Bronx to provide kids wow. okay. kids who mm-hmm. kids who don't have internet they get it, and then they also then with I think. Optimum, they are uh, giving it. They're providing um, either free or low cost, discounted um, internet to families who yeah. apply for it through the school.
4: Yeah. Wow! Yeah, they're no, learning. It, it, internet it's getting better. To
0: be designated a utility.
6: Yeah, should yeah. be some. I, I know when I lived in St. Louis, they were trying to make it like citywide Mm -hmm. and in the building i lived in i could get a little bit of a signal but not much but it was i think it was at t actually ironically enough Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, Uh, but that that. that was
6: like over 10 (laughs) years ago so i mean that was a whole different time not much has changed brother uh That was more beneficial of the same because it was a little bit of a signal, and I could get some what have you. But somebody brought that up, you know, when everything started happening, I was like, Yeah, I I never thought about it because Mm -hmm. I've got it. And some people just can't afford it. They just not. And if you can't afford it and you're already not working Mm -hmm. or you're Mm -hmm. getting this, or, you know, but people with multiple kids or multiple, you know, I mean, say you have quadruplets or I don't know, like more more than one child and they're all the same age. A lot, I don't know, but on that note, because we just started going into a way, so the show became
0: <laughs> so
3: many fandom fandom.
6: but that's what happens on this show, brother. Yeah, then- no limits, <laughs> bro. The show started out as fandom initiative and it became black delegation summit. Meet the press, so <laughs> yes, <I think laughs> if we do the fandom delegation. I think that we can blend these two together. I don't know, I'm gonna come with something, all right, so. On that note, uh, thank you so very much to everyone who has uh, joined in, who has uh, shared, who has liked, who has subscribed, who has commented, who has joined us in so much of a form. We appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so very much. But I also want to give a extra special, extra special uh, thank you to these illustrious guests that we have. Yes. Robert Jeffrey II, this man right here. <laughs> Shane, fine, so. Williams. I'm going to start putting respect on Williams. I'm part
5: right of the now, Williams clan.
6: <laughs> Williams. Goddess Williams. In the house. <laughs> the gentleman who has been eating the whole show and I'm mad at <laughs> <ass>, hell. <laughs> don't think I didn't notice. This man's playing Gallagher. Don't think I didn't notice. <laughs> 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 you know, that was that was the
2: leftover brisket that I had made.
6: Oh, oh leftover brisket! Oh <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just some leftover brisket. <laughs> <laughs> you know hungry we
3: are.
6: I will knock all this over. I will. Kill <laughs> Look, he gonna take a spoonful, I'm about to say his name. Disrespectful ass. Um, (laughs) This is Carlo uh, smith Ramsey. Thank you so very much, sir. And as always, the one that I give the dad face to, this is Joy Infinity. Check out their IGs right there, people. Go Mm -hmm. check them out, show them love, support them in their projects and future endeavors, okay? Mm -hmm. Yep. and we're gonna look towards 2021 new slate we're gonna do the best we can every single day you know the motto here just don't be a dick
4: be kind to each other. please be kind to each other don't that's no dick it's right just kindness pure kindness don't be a cunt. that's that's pretty much it. don't be yeah. a dick just throw some dick throw some pain
5: <laughs> if you want to throw some pain <laughs> do it in a generous <laughs> way <laughs> Come on! Don't I be a you. dick, free the dick. So just just... Uh, that's, so like it.
3: that's how we that's how we roll it. into 2021, Everybody.
5: huh? Like <laughs> 2020. that pain.
2: That right there, mm-hmm. right there was priceless. I oh, love man.
5: it. Pain. I love
1: yes. it. Yes. Antonio, Ooh. shout out to you, man. Shout out to you yes. and Mike for doing this. Yeah, pretty much. When y'all came yeah. over, and y'all were like, you know, we're shelving Strange on the membrane. I was like, oh god. Ah, uh, Frank uh, Sanford heart attack.
5: Moment. I got sad. But, um, yeah, I was, I was sad and scared. Yeah, like, I'm doing
1: yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy y'all are doing this. And in a podcast, it, oversaturated podcast space, y'all are mm-hmm. kind of a bright of, I mean, a breath of fresh air. Let's yeah, say bright of fresh air. I write for a living, but um, yeah, y'all are... you know, that could be a cool. Bright, oh a Bright of
5: fresh air. Write that down. You, already you can work that it. into
6: something, brother. You're you already quite
5: the idea that he's just out here yeah. living, breathing air. Like what? Right. Yes.
6: So we discussed everything. Um we discussed um, throwing copious amounts of peen yes. um, <laughs> around the room. Um, <laughs> I think my back is too bad to even throw pin. I might just have to toss it. I'm not sure. Probably should not going to work out. I'm really not sure. <laughs> um, oh, one last thing I forgot to mention about gaming. Apparently, um, when you create your character, you can actually make uh, transgender characters. In what? In Cyberpunk
5: 2077. Oh. Nice. So nice.
6: that's awesome. So glitches, what have you aside. I haven't played the game. Um, yeah, but I, I heard. Did from the PS <laughs> Store?
0: Yes, they because, did. Yes.
2: No, they did because yeah. they they, because the they did that. Games. Guess what? You're not yes, finished. You them. didn't make this. You didn't finish this game. You hmm. essentially sold a unfinished product,
6: right? Which
5: they
2: keep doing. That's all, that's all the time now. Bro.
6: They, they sold you a that. box <laughs> with a cinder block in it, and you thought it was a well, no, big no, TV. No, trust me, no. I get well, it because the
2: season D, you know, Destiny I Two had, had they've hmm. done some things like that. But this, it hasn't been this glitchy, from my understanding. This is like really. It's like really
4: glitchy, isn't it?
2: It's really point that Stoney said, "Yo, you know what?" We, 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 we take real this reality. out and they, and they actually yeah. gave everybody refunds. They
4: refunded oh. money. Cuz the the only yeah. thing I've seen was when there's a character in the foreground, their face looked like they came from the PS2 era. That's the only <laughs> one Oh god.
5: Yeah, that's the
6: only. And how much and, is this game? Sixty yeah, seventy dollars? Yeah, exactly. That's not good.
5: I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm good. That's,
4: that's the only thing I've seen. Everything else is like I look, <laughs> after, I'm also... look. After
2: all this, I'm going right back to D2. So, but yeah. then
5: I also heard that it is causing like epilepsies, like in seizures Whoa. with the lights and stuff. Like, wow. yeah, like I was told by um my friends that uh, um I'm glad
2: that you just said that because now oh, that gosh. means that the boy is not going to oh, get well, that yeah. game. Yeah, oh, I. Wow. I
5: Literally, my my friends um, shout out to Echi Echi Angel and Alvarez. Like they were saying that it it is causing people, it triggers seizures. And, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's oh. lighting,
2: careful. and also sometimes it's certain patterns being flashed at a certain amount of frequency rates. Oh jeez. Yeah. Well, if, if um, you got the that. game
6: and you're playing it, and you are prone to this, or you have children are prone to this, or partners, please be careful. Be careful. Honestly, I mean, I. But, the, like, like glitches aside, to have the fact that you can make your character transgender and to reflect who you are as exactly. a being, I think oh, is a really cool and really That's beautiful. Point. So, cool. shout cool. out to them for that. But, fix the goddamn game, please. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> about
2: D2 lores. So, you are familiar with Shax and Osiris?
4: Yeah, I know. He did he
2: they're, they're, it they're right?
4: they're together, right? They're together.
5: Yeah. They're no? I, I just I just read that somewhere. Oh, Shaq
4: says
6: an S H A double no. X, not Q. Oh, I thought you meant more than one Shaq. Oh, all right.
4: No, it uh-huh. was no, a exactly, stream, right? Uh-huh. my partner Kavoto mentioned it in his stream. I mean he told me off stream before uh-huh. he started it, but he told he uh talked about it on stream like real quick. It's like oh yeah, they're together. <laughs> yeah. It's lit.
6: <laughs> so there are things happening as always. Uh-huh. This has been another jam packed just empire size mm. um episode yeah. of the fandom initiative thank, thank you very God, much you guys i have a great uh day afternoon evening whatever time it is again my these illustrious guests i can't say thank you enough yeah, honestly thank you guys no, thank, no, thank you for, coming you for having me. us um thank enjoy you. the rest of the Bye. day Bye.
3: happy holidays.
6: Thank enjoy you. the rest of the day. Um, get some good food. Um, enjoy the holidays of whatever you're celebrating. If you're not celebrating, still don't get some food. And remember to keep turning those pages because your story is not over yet. Thank you very much and enjoy.